Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, my beloved Generation XYZ, the faith-based platform where less is definitely more, less religiosity and more relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I bless his name. I give reverence to God. Uh, and the Holy Spirit for the revelation knowledge that's about to go forth today to Pastor Shug, the senior pastor, visionary of this great platform. I bless the Lord for you to our counterpart, the Y in XYZ, Pastor Roshane, wherever you are, love you uh, for your uh attention to detail and your gifting to dissect the word and allow God to use you in such a profound way. I love my children, y'all. I love the children I birthed out. I love you. I love those of you that I didn't birth out and you can't do nothing about it. I love you and God does too. So let's jump right into it. Words can make or break you. Uh, I'm still reeling over the revelation knowledge that God gave us on last month in January about how important it is for us to watch our mouths, to watch what comes out of our mouths. That was a powerful word. It blessed me. I know that it blessed you as well. And so today, um, I want to talk about that a little bit more. Uh, just talk about how important it is for us to set a guard about our mouths. But not only that, today I want to call attention to a revelation from God that we also have the responsibility to produce good fruit and that originates within our very own tongue. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, eternal Father, Lord, we come today thanking you for this, a brand new day, a day that we don't deserve, a day that you've so graciously given unto us. May we go forth in the world as a change agent and not only a change agent, but an ambassador for you. And in doing so, let us make you proud, O God. Let us work out our soul salvation by serving in the kingdom of God to cast light unto dark places. I pray that everyone under the sound of my voice will be blessed today, that we we will all leave away from this platform with something that we can apply in our day-to-day walk and our lives. I pray, oh God, that each and every person will not only guard what comes out of their mouths, but we will calculate the fruit that we bear as well, that we will bear good fruit always in the earth and in our lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Living a fruitful life does not just happen because God wills it. We have a responsibility to see that good things actually come to manifest in our lives. God desires us to eat and to bathe. But he's not going to come down from heaven and do that for us. The same is true with the manifestation of good things coming to pass in our lives. In Genesis 1, 26, y'all know that's one of my favorite passages. God gave man dominion in the earth. 
And the expectation with that gift is what? That we use it to bring about good fruit, that we multiply and that we replenish the earth. Amen. What is the earth? The earth is our life. Hallelujah. The world has its system. The devil is running rampant. But we as ambassadors for Christ here on earth also have an assignment and we're well equipped to do that. So today we want to look at the fact that words are not just words. Words are real. Words are prevalent. That means they're important. That means people hear what you say. And not only do people hear what you say, the spirit realm hears what you say. And it calls what you say into pass. And your words, your words (laughs) create. So they're real. They're prevalent. And they're the tool that we use to create our very being. Hallelujah. The New Living Translation puts it like this in Hebrews 11 and 3. It says, by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. That we now see it did not come from anything that can be seen. You see, we were created to create, to produce, maintain and manifest good things in the earth realm based on Hebrews 11 and three. Go to it, go to it right now and read it for yourself. Hallelujah. Our words can make or break us because they summons things into being. We know this because we see in Genesis one, one through four, The tongue was the very first instrument that God himself used. And so we should do the same. Create. Ex nihilio is the Latin word for create. And it simply means from nothing. He created something out of nothing. And my brothers and sisters in Christ, if you hear nothing else that I've said today, remember this, you have the power to create something from nothing. So my question is, where do we begin as ambassadors and representatives for the Lord here in the earth? Where do we start? Some of you out there might be thinking, well, it's a good college education. I need an education if I'm going to be successful. I come from nothing. I'm first generation college graduate. I need to get an education. That's going to start me on the path to a good life. Others may say, forget education. That ain't nothing but a piece of paper. I need money because money is what makes the world go round. Money is what people pay attention to. Even still, some of you may be thinking, "Mm, it's not answering to anybody else. You got to be your own boss. Entrepreneurship is the place to be. It's where you got to get in order to create generational wealth. But let me just tell you, you're not alone. What I just gave you, those three examples are all things that I 
Minister D used to think. I used to think that a college education would do it. I used to think that it, 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 it was prevalent that we do certain things according to the world's ideology in order to be successful. But a successful life does not begin there. Yes, as representatives in the earth realm, we need to look the part, be able to communicate who we are and whose we are. And yes, we have got to represent him well, because if we don't represent Christ well, then people are not going to look at us as a valid representation. In other words, if you're riding raggedy, then that means you serve a raggedy God because you're preaching something that you don't even subscribe to and nor do you have. Now, are we just talking about material things? Definitely not. But it's those material things, whether you can communicate effectively, whether or not you look like you belong to a king, whether or not you walk like you are the king's a uh, 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 child that all plays a part when you're dealing with fleshly people. And I had to go to God and repent because I was living below kingdom standards. There was no need. There was no reason. And yet I did it. Why? Because of my words. But anyway, I digress. Our words can make or break us because they summons things into being. Now, we've talked about the negative aspect, but today we need to talk more about the positive. Because when we're not speaking negative, we need to be speaking positive. But what and how do we do that? God did it in Genesis 1, 1 and 4. He just commanded something to come out of nothing. He knew what he wanted and he just began to speak that. So it's nothing wrong with wanting a college education. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be an entrepreneur or to be your own boss. All of those things are fantastic, but success does not start there. It starts in your mouth. That's all I'm saying. Hallelujah. Amen. John 14 and 12 puts it this way. Verily, verily, truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the father. What does that mean? That just goes back to us being spirits. We're not the dirt man that we see. We're spirits housed in a dirt body in an earth suit so that we can move around. And even though that earth suit has certain things that they require, that it requires, that they need, they don't rule. Our spirits rule. And that's why it's so important for us not to allow our earth suit or our our physical fleshly man to rule our spirit because the spirit is where you've got to be focused in order to call those things that are not as though they were and have them to actually manifest. Um, Let's see. Mm, Transparent moment. Transparent moment. I found myself before the Lord 
asking the question, Lord, why is it I can speak over others' lives and see what I've said come to pass for them? And every mountain, or rather every molehill, seems to turn into a mountain for me. What the Lord spoke back to me was astonishing and it was life altering. And that's why I'm on here today, because I don't want any of you under the sound of my voice to miss it like I have for so long. He said, stop thinking in terms of altars being resurrected in your bloodline. He said, stop worrying about the incantations and the, the, the plots against you. He said, I don't even want you concerned about the trickery of the enemy. He says, what I want you to focus on now is your words. Because those altars, word curses, incantations, plots, schemes, nor any lie can withstand what you say out of your own mouth about you. Oh, I'm going to let that resonate for a minute. I'm being transparent, y'all. God said, it's not about what people say about you. It's what you say about you out of your mouth. And if you know that they're talking about you and you sit there and you do nothing in the name of so say being holy and a saint, then that's just as bad because you're not refuting it. You're not casting it down and you're definitely not trampling it, trampling over it with your feet. He said, you got to start speaking against some things. You got to cancel out some plots and schemes and lies and trickery. And even when we have said negative things over ourselves unknowingly or even by mistake, we just let something slip out. God arrested in my spirit. He says, stop doing that. Stop speaking negatively over yourself. And even if a thought, thought of doubt, negativity, uh, 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 anything that's not positive slips out immediately. Grab a hold of it and cover it with the word of God. Cover it, cover it up and then repent and go forth. Because again, your words, my words, they have power. If you don't know where to begin today, I'm going to encourage you to start small. The word says, despise not the day of small beginnings. You don't have to have a hundred scriptures memorized to quote all day long. It's fantastic if you do. It definitely won't hurt. But until you get there, know that God does not despise the day of small beginnings. Start where you are. I know when I was a young girl, we didn't know anything about positive affirmations. That just wasn't a word then. Now my, my daughter has my grandson 
reciting positive affirmations when he wakes up to start his day. And he says they actually make him feel better. Start with a positive affirmation. For me back in the day, it was positive quotes. Norman Vincent Peale, I'll never forget, I got a hold of one of his books and that book carried me through some years of some ups and some downs because it was packed full of positive quotes. Today, I can tell you, I have a few scriptures, <laughs> not a whole lot, but when I start feeling less than and I ask the Holy Spirit to come in. Before I know it, I'm greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Before I know it, it's no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me will be cut down. Hallelujah. I am the head and not the tail. Glory to God. This is the day that the Lord is made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Good morning, y'all. We have got to speak the affirmative out of our mouths. We have got to speak positive at all times. Why? Because the stakes are so high. Your words can either Speak life or death. And that not only goes for your enemy or the person that you don't like, but your words are connected to your own well-being. I'm telling you, God had to correct me. And when I repented and turned from my wicked ways, guess what he did? He heard from heaven, y'all. And within a day's time, not even 10 hours, he had blessed me in the earth realm with something that had been whirling around in the spirit realm with my name on it. But I couldn't get it until I went to the throne of grace in spirit and in truth. I had to. Believe that the word of God was real and that it actually connected with minister D. That it was for me. Genesis 1, 1 through 4 is not for God, it's for us. Genesis 1 and 26 is not for God. He already knows it. It's for us. Proverbs 18 and 21 is not just for God. It's for us. John 14 and 12 is not just for any old body. It's for us. So in your downtime, go back and look at Hebrews 11 and 3. It's going to bless your life. It's going to give you the energy that you need to get up. And to speak over that circumstance. Yes, I, I see some mountains. But those mountains are actually molehills. I'm calling my mountains molehills today. That means I'm just going to step over them. 
I'm not going to even try to annihilate them. I'm not worried about my enemies today. I'm not worried about those altars that were resurrected four or five uh, generations ago. Why? Because today I put those very altars under my feet. They will not affect my the generation coming after me. They don't affect Shane. They don't affect Roshanae. They definitely don't affect Caleb. And they don't affect my children's 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 children. Why? Because I have cast them down in the name of Jesus. That's not our portion. God said that we would be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. I don't know about you, but I'm bearing good fruit today. I'm not bearing anything rotten. What does that mean? I ain't got time to talk about you, 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 and you. Because if I'm gossiping, if I'm talking bad about somebody else, if I'm slandering or murdering somebody else's name, you know what that's doing? That's taking away from time when I could be creating. (laughs) And manifesting good things in my own life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah. That's enough. I want to encourage you to not only be a guard about your mouth, not only watch your mouth, but to speak words that are fruitful so that they too will bring increase, multiplicity, and uh, replenish good things in the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope that you got something from this word this morning. Uh, I know that I have, and um, I'll continue to lift you up as I lift myself up because when you weren't raised speaking positive things over your life, It takes time, but God is a patient God, and we've got to be patient with ourselves. Yeah, we we miss it sometimes, and we say things that we shouldn't say, and we do little things that we shouldn't do, but get back on track. Get back on track. Go to God, say, Lord, forgive me for that. I should have never said that, and move on. Because that's what he does. He casts our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. And one version even says never to go back and get it again. See, God sees us how he intended for us to be in the spirit. Perfect. He doesn't count our faults and keep count of every little thing that we've ever done wrong. He already paid the price for that. So know that as you go forth today. And speak good things out of your mouth over your life as well as others. Amen. If you're on the line today and you've never, ever, ever spoken the words that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior out of your mouth. But you want to, you know that you need to, and you have to. Then I am not going to get off this this line today without 
extending the right hand of fellowship to you. As an ambassador for Christ on this side of heaven, I want to be the first one to invite you to become my kingdom brother and sister, to live on in paradise forever with Christ. You see, a lot of people have it wrong because they think when you die, you're done. No, the spirit lives on forever. And I would be remiss. I don't want you to miss it. I don't want you to die today or 50 years from now and go to hell because you didn't understand that there is an eternity. I'm going to live with Jesus. I want you to as well. I want you to live on in paradise with him. So today, if you're ready, just pray this simple prayer after me. And if you mean it from the bottom of your heart, then that's it. You're saved. Hallelujah. Eyes closed, heads bowed. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I've sinned and come short of the glory of God. But I recognize that you are a savior. And I want you to save me today. Thank you, Jesus, for accepting me into your family. Get out of my life, devil. I serve you no longer. It's in your name, Jesus, I do pray. Amen. If you prayed that very simplistic prayer, that's all it takes. You don't have to be like me. You don't have to be a scholar. You don't have to use big words. God knows and sees your heart. And if you meant those words from the depths of your heart, then you are saved. Hallelujah. It's in your mouth. You're saved. You're set free. I would encourage you to connect with a body of believers teaching and preaching doctrine, the word of God. Give your life to God. You've already given your life to God. Show him how much you love him by being baptized and go forth speaking and manifesting great things in the earth. Until next time, Generation XYZ, Minister D signing out. I love you. And God does too.